0: the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com.
1: Hey, this is Fraser with Lead Pops and Next Level and I'm proud to present this episode of the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Lead Pops is the industry's only future-proof growth solution. You can check us out at leadpops.com. All right. Well, welcome back. We have uh, another episode here of the Next Level Loan Officers Podcast. My name is Kellen Vaughn. I'm hosting you today. Thanks for tuning in, loan officers that are out there. Uh, listen, we've got a special guest joining us today, Long time Next Level member. Um, we put you in the OG category for sure. But a guy coming out of uh, Golden, Colorado with new capital finance broker shop, uh, Thomas Frank. Thomas, welcome. Welcome to the podcast, my friend.
0: Thanks. Thanks for having me, Kellen. I'm excited to be on.
1: Well, listen, we're yeah, we're honored to have you on here. And and you and I were, you know, we were just chatting, um, you know, off off the line here a minute ago, just kind of talking about you know life in the mortgage business and and both of us have been around mortgages for a minute or two and uh, have seen a few markets come and go but man we thought i thought we'd take a little time on this podcast i know there's a lot of loan officers out there listening to us and i know a lot of them are new newer to the market maybe some veterans out there as well but i think man you know one of the things we'd probably don't talk about a lot or enough is sometimes just the the reality of our business. I think a lot of times um, we read things. You know, we read the Scotsman's Guide ranking of mortgage loan officers, and we uh, listen to other podcasts, and we see awards and all these different things. and And there's a lot of guys and gals out there that are crushing it that make it look really easy. And I think sometimes that's discouraging to people who are, you know, boots on the ground and 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 in the trenches and working every day and. And I, you know, I listen. You and I were just commenting about, man, what a tough market it is right now, right? Like it's a really challenging place to be. So, you know, what are your what are your thoughts on kind of just you know where we're at? And and you were telling me, you know, and I'm I'm working really hard to stay positive and all that. So, what are some of the kind of mindset things that you're thinking through now as as we kind of navigate this current economy?
0: Yeah, you nailed it. I mean, mindset's huge in this market right now. Staying positive and then really mapping out, you know, your your day and knowing your your plan of attack, which being with Next Level really helps me with that, you know. They give me my ATMs to focus on actions that matter and really hammering those down. And so, <clears throat> yes, staying positive, but you have to take action as well, right? Otherwise, you're not going to get anywhere. Uh, it's kind of like manifestation. It's like you can you can think of something and you have to do the that work and take the actions to to get the results that you want. So
1: yeah, you know you're exactly right and you and I were were just chatting and it, you know we were both you know just in full transparency, just making the comment like, you know, man, this is a really tough market. I mean, I know you mentioned you've had uh, uh, several of your loan officers that have I think left the business maybe all together. I know we've got friends that have done that members of next level that have done that. Um, and, And, and we were, you know, we were just sitting here going, man, you know, we're just surviving right now. We, we, we all know, that life is going to get good again. The question is just how quickly is that, is that going to come? And and I feel like, you know, we've had uh, the uh, jobs report here at the beginning of February that came out hotter than expected. Well, that, that didn't do us any favors in on rates. We had a PPI that came out uh, this week and that was a little bit um, higher than expected. So that, that doesn't help rates. And, you know, it, we're recording this here the day after Valentine's day. And uh, since December or excuse me, since February 2nd, we're up 200 basis points um, on the, uh, on the mortgage market. And that's a challenge in an already high rate environment. And, and that let's just talk about what that means. Like what's the reality of that situation? And and you, yeah. you nailed it. You know, the reality is borrowers are, they can't afford a lot of property.
0: That's exactly what, what I'm seeing. Kellen is like, my borrowers are reaching back out to me and they're like, you know, um, well, I, I send off a bunch of emails at the beginning of the week seeing, you know, how it went shopping wise, you know, if I can be of any assistance this week, things like that. And I got some responses back and they're like, you know, how are rates doing? And we've been trending up for the last two weeks pretty hard. Yeah. And so I had to break that reality to them. And then they're asking me to you know, run some payments and see how affordability looks. And it's really killing affordability every time we start reaching those mid sixes close to the sevens. Um, it really, and especially in my market in Colorado, I mean, our average loan amount was like 400 last year Yep, up from the year before considerably. Um, yeah. So, I mean, when you're, when you're looking at just like a $650,000 house, it's kind of average in my area you know, nobody wants to pay $5,000 a month for that or 52 or whatever the case may be. It's just, it's hard to stomach.
1: Yeah. 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 It's, it's tough. And so, you know, you mentioned something earlier and I want to circle back to this because I think it's really important, you know, in, in these markets like this, you know, and I mentioned earlier, I was like, listen, we may lose. I don't know if it'll be 50%, but it's going to be a good chunk of the loan officers that are out there. Right. So, it's, we're in a time when you really have to go back to some basics. We got to go back to some blocking and tackling, you know, we, you know, and those of us that have been in the business for a while, it's like, man, we got to go back to doing some things that we don't like to do, right. Or that we did in the early days. And now we're back to doing them them again. So talk, talk to the loan officers that are listening here, just, man, some of the tactical things that you're doing to just keep moving forward. I know you mentioned like, Hey, man, every Monday morning, I'm I'm reaching out, I'm sending a text message, I'm calling these borrowers. What what else do you do during the week that just is stuff that maybe you didn't have to do before, but you're just back to doing it now?
0: Sure. Um, I'm leaning like most of my efforts and most most of my support is coming from my past database. Hmm. The database mining, keeping in touch with them, maybe not, I've been asking them for anything because like you said, the market is going to turn around. Um so, people that can afford right now, I think that it's smart if they can get in, if the rates do turn around. And this, I kind of set that expectation with them like, hey, if they don't, you know, be prepared to pay this forever. But if the market turns around, you can, you know, um, get a lower pay- payment, refinance, yep. and take advantage of that. You know, so leaning on my database a lot, just I have, at, I've at, I have asked them for some referrals, um, but I'm doing a lot of email marketing. And I've been utilizing, honestly, ChatGPT to help me with more um, email marketing strategies. I'm like, you know, help me create some content around reverse mortgages. Help me create content for investors. Um, And then I literally would just spend an hour or two just putting emails together and then just blasting it up to my database. And you'd be surprised, like, how many people respond to that stuff. Um, I've made a couple other pivots in my business as well. We don't have to go too deep in this, but I've kind of created an ecosystem with, with our services and our offerings. So I've recently gotten my life and health license. And so I've created a lot of content around those and that out to my clients as well. And then I'm working on a series, uh, six and 65 as well. So just, it's kind of all, um, like I said, it's just kind of like an ecosystem.
1: Yeah. Multiple streams of income, right? Sure. Yeah, I mean, and that's smart, right? And that's that's a great point. That you know, sometimes we have to lean on some of those other things. We have to pull some of those other levers in times like this to kind of you know get us through and 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 make it work. I think that's really important. I think you know you you hit on something else too. And, and you're a broker, right? So just in in disclosure there. Um, but you hit on something too, which we were kind of chatting about in terms of, you know, reverse mortgages and just some other kind of maybe non-traditional, non-QM type products, right? I know one of the things that we've been talking to our our real estate agents or our referral partners about a lot is, you know, bank statement loans, DSCR loans, things like that, which, you know, 12 months ago, 18 months ago, we weren't having these conversations because those customers weren't getting houses. and And now, you know, I think a lot of the, cream of the crop bought, you know, a couple of years ago. And, and, and we've been dealing with a lot of a paper borrowers for a while. And now we're kind of having to, you know, service a whole nother, you know, echelon of borrowers. So are you finding that those conversations are helpful as well as you're educating referral partners on different products and different things that might be out there?
0: Absolutely. That's something I'm doing with like i have a small team of loan officers and then something i do also with my real estate agents i'm kind of doing the same thing but i'm having all of them pick a niche and niche out hard in it yeah self-employed high net worth whatever you want to go after reverse mortgages um just become the expert in that and go after those that's just there's there's so much um business out there to be had. And nobody's really going after it. Construction loans. I mean, you can, the list goes on and on, but then I do the same thing with my real estate agents. I'm like, you know, here's what we're doing. We're niching out really hard. And you know, I've picked a couple myself. I've kind of picked reverse mortgages and divorces and a couple other things. Um, And yeah, just really doubling down hard and educating. We have time to do, you know, certifications and things like that. So, I'm really doubling down on all of that stuff, um investing in myself, investing in my team and then having everyone like I said kind of pick niches and
1: Yeah. Well, that's a great that's a great point. <laughs> you know, you say we got the time now, which is true, right? I mean, we have the time to kind of dig through these files a little harder than we we did before. Um and we were uh we were just down speaking at a conference in Austin, Texas and uh this was the topic was listen, you're not going to win in this market with a shotgun approach, trying to be all things to all people. Doesn't mean you can't do those deals, but to your point, and I love that, man, like be a subject matter expert on a particular product, right? And I always use this example. Um, For a long time, nobody in my area wanted to do manufactured homes for whatever reason. So people kept saying, hey, will you guys do them? And I was like, sure. Like I knew our company did them. Our team really hadn't done a bunch. And this was years ago. And so I, I sent our team through like a little training, like, "Hey, we want let's let's do these. If nobody else wants to do them, we'll do them, right?" And so we went through the training. We got kind of brought up to speed on how to do them and do them efficiently. And so that was a big marketing deal for us for a long time. Was manufactured homes. It's I still, um, Ken and Shane and Sean still give me a hard time about it, but uh, that was a big deal for us. And and I'll tell you, man, it what it did. <clears throat> and so for those of you that are listening, and you're like, you know. Feeling like you're a shotgun, not not dialed in. What it did when we did that was it gave us a really laser focus, right? So I think a lot of times loan officers almost get some paralysis when it comes to like, hey, what should I be doing today? Because there's so many things that you could be doing. There are so many people that you could be talking to. But when to your point, when you take that focus and you really kind of focus on one niche in the market, right? And let's call it manufactured homes. And you go, this is my focus, right? This is the only thing I'm concentrating on. You can become a you know almost a celebrity expert in that area. You can really start to drive some business and do some things that are really impressive. And of course it'll all lead to other business as well. Right. So it's not like you that's the only thing like you you're talking about reverses or divorces. Well it doesn't mean those people don't also need conventional loans and FHA loans and VA loans as well. And, and so it's just interesting. I think you know that's a common theme that we're hearing as we talk to more and more people is, as this market becomes a little tougher, my focus is becoming narrow, right? I'm really trying to become an expert.
0: And that just goes to show how much opportunity is still out there. Yeah. Like If you focus on manufactured homes, because that's what we're talking about, you know, not everybody lives in those, like you said, you're going to get other business, um, elsewhere. And that was like a huge turning point in my business and anybody that's listening that, that hasn't started to do this yet. This was, I guess, this is the number one thing I tell everyone is database management and starting to make sure that, you know, which real estate agents were on each side, not just the, not just the agent that helped your client, but also on the sell side, you know, Mm. um, get all of those people's names, phone numbers, emails, and then your clients and start to build your database. Cause the second I started doing that was about four years ago. That was when I actually started to really do some production and, and see some consistency and some business in my business. And that's a huge turning point for me.
1: Yeah. That's great. That's a great point too, man. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's all, you know, it's all amazing how much business is out there when we really start to look for it. And I think, I think the challenge with a lot of LOs too, and I'd love your opinion on this too, Thomas, is like, you know, these markets get tough and and times get a little hard and it can be discouraging, right? We've all been there. Like, let's just, if we're open and honest, like sometimes, I mean... When that PPI report came out yesterday, the day before, I was like, oh, man, like, come on, man, like, give me, we need a break or we need a, That's we need a 50 basis point improvement in the market, right? Like, and I'm not saying rates are everything, but it drives a lot. And, uh, you know, I think we get discouraged and loan officers tend to kind of bury their head in the sand and, and almost recluse a little bit in terms of kind of just as a self-preservation and really, it's the time that we should be doubling down. It's the time that we should be doing ATMs, Actions That Matter, more than ever. We should be going back to those basics. I'll, I'll give you another example, and, and I'd love your comment on this. How, how, how long have we been talking about private agent Facebook groups inside of Next Level? Do you know? For conception? E- years, right? I mean, years. So we went down to this uh, event in Austin uh, this week, and there was a room of about 95 loan officers. And in that room, I asked how many of them had set up a private Facebook group for their real estate agents. Four people out of 95 raised their hand. All four of the people were next level loan officer (laughs) members that were in the audience. So that's what I'm saying. Like there's things out there that we're just not doing that we could be doing. There's blocking and tackling. There's fundamentals that loan officers aren't doing that they should be doing, not burying their head in the sand, not hoping it's just going to go away, but doubling down and going out there and doing what it takes. So for you, like, how do you imp- not only impress that upon your loan officers, but mentally just get up every day, kind of ready to put your war paint on and and go to work?
0: Well, everyone always talks about their why, which I think is an obvious thing that makes it easy, right? But for me, like there's a little bit more than that. So what really keeps me going at the end of the day is like the end result of what we're doing for the client, especially the first time homebuyers and stuff um, or the people that go through, you know, the credit repair or income hurdles, whatever the case may be so those are what really keeps me going and and then you look at it from even a bigger picture and and how they're building you know financial wealth for their generation for generations to come yeah. um especially if you start helping people with multiple properties or or whatever or, or even just you know the regular blue collar family that that gets into their first single family home and maybe they have to live there forever whatever they're still building so much equity in this appreciating asset and that, that at the end of the day like helps me more than even like my family and my daughter and things like that. Cause like, it's just, you do this for long enough and you will get kind of burned out. I've been in since 2005. I went out for a a year or two here and there, but pretty much in the mortgage industry the entire time since 2005. And I still don't feel like I'm really burned out. Like I still have like this, like fire that's burning under me. And like, I still feel like passionate about it. And you can probably hear it in my voice right now. It's because it's true and it's real. And like, really just helps me you know on my day to day everything like especially getting through this market mm. i've been through some up and down markets you know um, 2017 2019 there was kind of some turbulence going on sure um, and and then before that of course there was you know so we've seen it all and you know to just keep your head on straight and to stay focused and to stay like that motivated can be tough and so that's what helps me and and like, and like I said, I'm still not burnt out from it. So I don't know. It just, that's that's what I'm going to keep doing is just trying to help these families get into yeah. homes and build generational wealth.
1: You know, and and that's a great point, man. And You know, it's, um, yeah, that's often overlooked, I think, for a lot of loan officers. And I think you've got, you know, I think you got a lot of loan officers that, <clears throat> you know, maybe work in a call center or something, and they don't necessarily have that experience. They don't have that moment where they meet the family or, or they live in the same community as the family, right? I mean, you're in Golden, Colorado. My guess is you've done a handful of loans in Golden, Colorado, right? Like that's your, that's the community that you live in, that you invest in, that you have your business in. And and same for me as well. And, and you, I run into these people, right? I run into them in town. I run into the grocery store. And so there is some pride and, and, uh, you know, accomplishment that comes from, you know, doing good by, to people right, and and putting them in a better place than they were before, and they come back and say, "Man, thank you so much! Like what you were able to do, we were able to do X, Y, and Z. We were able to send a child to college. We were able to sell this first home we bought and buy our next home, and do this and do that." And and you're right, man. It's it's um, it's a great point because it's not always about us. And and I think when it's not about us, it becomes sometimes even a bigger driver than if it was our own personal why, right? There's a lot of other people in our world that are counting on us to be here and to uh, you know help them find their next home. So I love that. Well, listen man, I hope uh I hope if you're a loan officer and you're listening to this like this was kind of, you know, Thomas and I were talking before, we're like, man, let's just kind of get real for a minute, right? Like let's just kind of break it down and get real and just talk about what's happening out there. I know we talk a lot of Uh, rah, rah, and, and, and this is the kind of stuff we should be doing. And we believe that, and and you should be doing that. But sometimes you just have to take a moment and have a real conversation, a real discussion. And hopefully, if you're a loan officer, you're listening to this, you're driving in your car to the office, you're like, man, I needed this today. Like, I was not feeling great. And, uh, but, you know, get a little, get a little pep in your step, put a smile on your face. Listen, from between myself and Thomas. We've got a lot of years in the mortgage business. I can tell you, we've been here before, and and we always came out okay on the other side. And uh, you know, I we were joking too. I said, you know, I am just waiting for this market to improve so I can make up for all the money that I lost uh, right now by our you know slower days. So think about it that way. It's not uh, it's not no income. It's deferred income. So we just need that. We just need that market to change a little bit so that we can go collect you know, the income that uh, that we need to for this time period. So, dude, Thomas, thank you so much. Listen, if you guys are in Colorado or anywhere else and need a, a, a great guy to connect with, uh, reach out to Thomas over at, at New Capital Finance up in Golden. Thomas, thank you for being a great member of Next Level. We always appreciate you.
0: Thanks so much for having me.
1: And if you want to get to know more about Next Level, check us out over at becomenl.com. Again, becomenl.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you on the next Next Level Loan Officers podcast. Thanks, everyone.
0: Thanks, guys.